Let's talk money with Mary Holm. And as I introduce her, I realise that I do not have your notes in front of me, Mary. Oh, so let's just freeform it. <laughs> let's talk about Saturday Night Fever. Was that a yeah, significant movie for you? Yeah. yeah. I'm not deeply significant, but I certainly remember it in the, in the music. From yeah. It. And, yeah. And yeah, John Travolta fantastic. on that yeah. lit up dance floor. And how back then he seemed quite appealing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but, he was yeah, still appealing yeah. in his own way around the Pulp Fiction days, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yes. Yes, he was. Okay. He was indeed. I know, um, I'll just find your notes now, Mary, and I know your topic, which is the share market in New Zealand. Is that where we should start? Yeah, and, and I just wanted to say a couple of things up front, that I'm not trying to put people off investing in shares. And... Absolutely not. And in fact, it's great that a lot more New Zealanders are in shares now than were pre-KiwiSaver because everybody who's in KiwiSaver and anything but the really low-risk funds, they do have some investments in shares mm. in the in the middle level, the balanced funds, and then on up. The growth funds and the aggressive funds are, are largely shares. And, so, um, and when you add to that people in retirement who are invested in shares, etc., it must be well over half the population of New Zealand has some mm. share investments now. And I'm absolutely not saying they should get out of shares. And I'm also not forecasting what's going to happen to the share markets either tomorrow or in the next 10 years. Or I mean, it's, it's a real fool's game trying to forecast. L- lots of people um, with money and shares. And I think even in the lifetime of uh, our relationship, Mary, you're in my relationship We've sort of seen a bit of an attitudinal shift, right? When we first yeah. started doing this slot, probably was about 2015. Uh, well, it's only five years ago, but but we used to talk about the fact that people still had that hangover from 19, hangover yes. from 1987. Since yeah. there, we've had five years of rises in the share market. I think so. I think you know people who've taken any interest at all will have seen how well shares have done mm. in the in the past decade because because it was the end of the decade. And I know some people argue that. The end of the decade comes at the end of this year, but oh, come on. but that's just silly yeah, because twenty twenty has got the word twenty in it, so oh, it's got to be. You don't need to convince in me. Twenties, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but but so I've got to, the the main points I want to make, and I've got to be really careful here, not to just give too many numbers because I realise over the radio, especially as opposed to in print, numbers are really hard to to grasp. So I've got my, in my notes here. I've crossed off half of what I was going to say, okay. but. The main points I want to make are that last year was exceptionally good in both the New Zealand share market and the world share markets. Um, And last decade was pretty good too, uh, overall. And when you, the other key point is it was very lacking in volatility for the whole decade. The last year, have a look at this. I just brought this in to show you. The Herald um, has got a graph of the last. 12 months yeah. in the New Zealand share market. They run that regularly with above their share column. And it's just, it's just steadily upwards with tiny little wiggles along the yeah. line for the last year. It's incredibly, an incredibly smooth ride. Because there was, it um, must have been about the end of 2018, there was a day of a big drop or a couple of yeah. days. And we thought, oh, here it comes. There was, yes, there was a day of a bit of a drop. But I mean, relatively speaking, I think, I think people were even panicking then a bit because things that they'd got so used to the market just mm. pretty much steadily increasing. Um, Imagine so, if you'd sold then, Mary. Imagine if you'd seen that drop and thought, it's yes, happening. Exactly. That's, and, and some people will have, and you know that's a real pity if they do. 
Um, so just looking at last year for a minute, um, and we're looking at returns including dividends. I always do include the dividends in the return. I mean, some people within KiwiSaver, you should be return. You know, your dividends are being included anyway. Your provider is gathering the dividends and adding them to your fund. Um, outside KiwiSaver, people who do, who directly invest in shares, some of them don't reinvest their Sorry, dividends. Sorry, can you give us 30 seconds on dividends? Yeah, dividends. Dividends are each, a company, when you buy shares in a company, you are one of the owners of that company, even though you might only own a millionth of the company or something, you are a part owner of the company. And every year the company is hopefully making profits and your dividends are your share of those profits. So it's a little a usually relatively small amount of money that gets sent to you each year mm. per per share you own. Dividend rates might be sort of five, six, seven percent, that sort of range in New Zealand quite often. They tend to be higher in this country than in other countries for all kinds of reasons. But uh, so it's kind of like the interest you would earn in a term deposit, mm. except that it's irregular. It it doesn't. It changes depending on how well the company's done. So, so, so two ways of making money out of shares. You buy low and sell high and make the profit, and you and get these sort of annual you get payments. The dividends. Yeah. Except for companies, fairly new companies often aren't issuing dividends because they're not even making a profit yet. And you see that particularly with tech companies and things like that, mm. that they're actually taking investments. Hungry in. for money. Yeah, <laughs> and they need it to grow. And they're not making any profit quite often for, for years and people are in them just hoping that in the end they'll they will start making huge profits but but generally speaking most shares you get a dividend on most of the time and so i always include dividends in the returns it's like including rent in the returns on a rental property mm-hmm. it's that that sort of thing um and in new zealand shares last year the return was 31% which is incredibly good incredibly good um after tax, it was about 30% because of what they call impu- dividend imputation in New Zealand, which is where the company's already paid tax, so shareholders don't mm-hmm. pay tax again. Because of that, there isn't a lot of tax being paid, and so the um, after-tax and before-tax returns are very high. 30% is an incredible return. It's and like I'm, investing in some banana republic in South America. It is, and it's the kind of return that... Um, people at times have made on rental property, and everyone gets very excited about that. But yeah. for whatever reason, these huge returns and shares have not really been on people's radars that mean, much. Yeah, yeah the, you don't sort of see people getting very excited about it. Certainly not like they did in the early '80s in New Zealand before the the crash, when people got very excited about shares. I'm not saying we want to return to those days because that was crazy stuff, but I am saying that people who are invested in shares or anything other than a very low-risk KiwiSaver fund did very well last year. Mm. And on overseas shares, it was 28%. So New Zealand was 31 and overseas was 28 Both fantastic returns. I guess we have President Donald Trump to thank. Absolutely taking, not. He seems to be taking a lot of credit for the... Uh, Look, I I don't think he can take much credit, but I but I'm not an expert on that. But I I think I mean we for one thing this is all overseas shares. It's not just American. We're talking mm-hmm. we're talking European and and British and J- Japanese etc. Um, so I don't I don't think 
that's all certainly thanks to Trump. Mm-hmm. But um, but in any case, uh, so that's the one year. I had, a, year I had a Trump supporter email me this morning yeah. uh, arguing yes. that I wasn't giving him enough positive coverage. So I thought oh, that was okay. an opportunity to give yeah. him a plug. Yes, look, okay, we'll, we'll say it was all down to Trump. Okay. <laughs> Keep that person happy. Yeah. Over the 10 years, so... Hi, Gordon. Do we, do we call them um, the teens? You know, when we look back in the 19th century, 20th century, I mean, we have yeah. the 20s and 30s and 40s, but you know, we don't tend to have a name for the... No, 2010s um, doesn't sound quite right, no, does it? No, but I think, thought maybe we could call them the teens mm-hmm. for 16, 17. Anyway, and that, and that over that whole decade... The average return for New Zealand shares was 15% a year, which is still awfully good. It's um, excellent, and overseas it was 10%, which is um, compared with, say, the decade before when the global financial crisis came along, returns were a lot lower than that. Um, So the whole decade was really good, but in terms of numbers. But then looking at volatility, which is also... A really important factor, how much the markets wobbled around, because we've been taught that volatility and high returns go together, that if you want to go for high returns, such as in shares or property, you've got to expect Mm. volatility. And in fact, we didn't get much last decade. It was, I got some data from um, some an actuarial firm called MCA, who and they've calculated. They do a calculation on the volatility, and the the numbers for the last four decades are in in the eighties it was twenty eight, in the nineties it was eighteen, in the noughties it was thirteen, and last decade it was ten. So the volatility has gone down and down and down in recent decades. No reason to think that means it's going to keep going down, though. That's not. I, it's just seems to have kind of happened that way. And when you look at bad stuff that happened during the decades, in the last decade, we only, in New Zealand, we only had one year when there was a negative return, and that was only slightly negative. It was minus 0.5. It was tiny. Whereas if you go back into other decades, um, the worst year in the 80s was minus 44% Mm. in the share market crash. So your number, your market your share investments nearly halved. In the 90s, it was minus 35, and in the noughties, it was minus 32, and last year, it was minus less than one. I mean, last decade. So what I'm saying is the it was very smooth, and there were hardly any downturns at all. They were just little kind of flickers down, which is just so extraordinary. Um, moving on to what that means for people... Um, don't drop your shares because Mary has said they've been extraordinarily good and it can't continue. I mean, I don't know. It might continue for the next decade. Volatility might stay down and high returns might stay up. We don't know. It's just that when you look at history, the chances of it continuing for another 10 years are awfully low, awfully low. Um, Who knows what will happen? But the key thing with share investing is to have that 10-year horizon we've talked about before of knowing that you've got 10 years before you are planning to spend the money, 10 or more, you know, 20 or 30 if you're, in, if you're young and you're in KiwiSaver. Um, it's terrific if you've got those long, long horizons. Um, if, you've, if you 
But if you are investing money that you plan to pull out in a few years to buy a house or go on a trip or or something or other else, um, don't put them in shares saying, well, look, if I look at the last two years, the returns were terrific or, or, or whatever. So I'm going to, I've got need my money in another two years, so I'm going to put it in there and get another 31% a year on it. Well, you might actually see your money drop. It's quite quite feasible over a short period, quite likely. So please don't do that. The other key message is when you see the markets going down, don't panic and bail out at that point. Don't sell your shares if you're directly investing in shares. And if you're in KiwiSaver, don't say, oh, gosh, I oh, helps. This is my balance was 50000 and it's now 30000 I mean, that might happen. Um don't go to your provider and say, "Look, I I can't cope with this. I need to move to a lower mm. risk, a lower risk fund." What you've got to do is think now about whether that would make you panic. Picture your KiwiSaver balance halving, because that is possible. Picture that happening over perhaps a fairly short time. And if you think, mm, "Gosh, I really couldn't cope with that," move the money now. Today, into ring them up today into a lower risk fund because then you are moving the while the share while they're still worth a lot. The shares currently are worth a lot, so moving the money now, selling now is fine. You're effectively selling if you move to a lower risk KiwiSaver mm. fund, and selling now is fine. But selling after it's gone down is absolutely not because that's when you make those losses real and yeah. it's a horrible thing. Yeah, great advice. Someone says, and I should point out that Mary can't cover every single aspect of a topic on a Thursday afternoon. Someone says, Jesse, dollar cost averaging is the key to long-term share market yep. investments. No need for doom and gloom commentaries. Buying regularly into a well-structured portfolio is key. Get Mary to share this gem of investment gains. Yeah, I've certainly talked about it in the past. She has. And, and, but just very briefly, it's basically... What happens if you put the same amount into into a share shares or a share fund on a regular basis, like hundred dollars a month or whatever, you, like that? And in KiwiSaver, you're doing that anyway. If you're an employee and you're regularly putting money in, and it means you actually buy more shares when the prices are low. So that's yeah. We could go into it in more depth sometime, and we probably will again. Although, as I say, it's we've done it before, but. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. You can find yeah. uh, all of Mary's previous talks on our website, rnz.co.nz. Go to the podcasts page and you'll see her lovely face there. And she has her own website too, maryholm.com, where she collects her columns from the Heralds and other writing that she's done. Thank you. It's a pleasure, Jesse. It's Mary talking money.